so that was so cute. Oh, thank you. you very, very polite. Thank you. I'm like Wormon. Very oh. cute and polite. Ah, oh, I love Wormon so much. Me too. What a king. Um. Anyway, we're no. Wormon sit down with the monarchy. Today's coronation day. Yeah. Wormon is not a king. Wormon is a um well, benevolent. It's... Uh, non-hierarchical ruler. It's so crazy. Not ruler. It's so crazy that we had, um, like, just a coronation, like, two weeks ago, or, like, a couple weeks ago. Oh, for you talking for Mrs. Sasha Colby? For, for Queen Sasha Colby. Mm-hmm. Um. And we're hoping that- Weird of them to not crown Lucy LaDuca, close personal friend who, uh, would never listen to this podcast. Friend, friend of the pod, uh, oblivious of the pod. Friend of the pod, um, but does not know what anything I talk about is ever. <laughs> friend of the pod, afraid of the pod. Uh, friend of the pod, but like open, uh, supportive of the pod. Supportive, but um, distant. What if we got Lucy to be a guest and we just had her like blind react to a bunch of Digimon? Like, like, if we, like if, their transformation sequences and stuff. If we ever are so bold as to start a YouTube channel, that is the first thing we're doing. Absolutely. I'd have to put a shirt on if we had a YouTube channel, though. You do record these lobbies without a shirt on. Or maybe... Because it's warm in here. No, we, we'd have to be... We'd have to, like, monetize our channel for kids, so... We'd also have to not swear, then. That's true. I don't know if we can give that up. We won't monetize our channel for kids, but we will, um... Beyond Fox Kids and 90s. Oh, is that the channel it aired on? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I want to see Lucy react to, like, the poop. Um, is that, that's not New Woman. Is it New Woman? The poop, the poop ones? Yeah, we're talking a lot about Lucy. Um, and as much as we like to let loose, maybe we start this up. Maybe I'll start this episode with let loose. Yeah. And we have, we have another reference to end it with, don't forget. Oh, no, I'm, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there, yeah. Uh, secret, it's a surprise. It's a special surprise for later. It's a secret celebrity drag race. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Is another season of that coming back? I haven't said anything. I hope not. That was a waste I think of it time. would be after All Stars, because I think it happened in, like, the fall. We're talking year. a lot about drag race on our Digimon podcast. You had two gays in a Digimon podcast. Gays comes before Digimon in the name. I think Digimon is inherently gay. Yes, that's true. Um, take that, finance pros. Same okay. thing, same thing, same. So today we're talking about three episodes. Yes, we are covering episodes 28 to 30 of Digimon Adventure Zero Two, mm-hmm. the English dub, mm-hmm. uh, because I have no nostalgia for the original version, so therefore, not interested. Yeah, and it would be harder for us to take notes if we're also having to read subtitles. Because then as soon as I looked at my yeah. phone to type something, we I haven't, miss- um... I don't know, no one's ever been like, oh, you, got, you should re- be reviewing the sub. Uh, but if they have been, go away. <laughs> don't go away, just because we, we need the listeners, but maybe... Um, we don't need those listeners. Change your, change your mind and agree with us. Sim- simply, simply line up with our opinion. Yeah, we do not need those listeners. Uh, episode 28... Is called. I'm really. I'm doing a really great cold read right now. Episode twenty eight is called "Insect Master's Trap," or in Japanese, see, I am doing some Japanese stuff. Mm. Bug Charmer's Trap. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty much exactly. Yeah. 
We start off this episode with a recap by Cody of the DNA devolution of uh, Wormon and Stingmon. Pyildramon. To Pyildramon. Or, Xemon and Stingmon <laughs> to Pyildramon. But that's not the last thing that happened. It was actually when... Because remember that, that, like, them defeating the control spire Okuamon and, like, stopping the flow of darkness from Ken's old base happened, like, in the... And then the rest of the episode was, like, Izzy giving them a recap of what happened in between adventure... The first adventure and... Oh, um, yeah. Now, and how we'd seen a DNA evolution before of Omnimon... Which we haven't seen because we haven't watched the well. I've watched the movie, but we haven't watched it for the pod. Haven't watched it for the pod. Maybe we will. And then uh, Cody ends his recap with like, sh- like basically being like, oh, "I hope we don't need Ken to help us." And I'm like, "God, Cody, just give it a rest." Yeah. Um. um then when we jump into the action, everybody's <laughs> kicking ass. Oh yeah, but they're destroying the control spires, and then Davis is like. Whoever wins the most control, whoever destroys the most control spires, get a date with me. By the way, Kari's the only one eligible. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because Ken's not here. Because this is not a visual medium, you can't see that my eyes have rolled so far they've fallen out of my skull and down the street like that Campbell soup ad. But that's what he says. No, I'm not rolling my eyes at you. I'm rolling my eyes at Davis. Oh. Because, like, come on, dude. Um, Be less desperate. It's a good, it's an interesting thing that all of this tower destruction aired in the year 2000 in America. Yeah, and that they look exactly like the Washington Monument, which is, like, probably not where the fourth plane was headed, but, like, they think maybe was the, where the fourth plane was yeah, headed. Yeah, um... Somewhere Washington. It's interesting to, uh, to think about that. Um, we reference 9-11... In at least one other episode of this. Well, nine eleven is canon to the Digimon universe. I think that's right. Mimi, like Mimi's a first responder on Mimi and Palmon. Mimi and Palmon and Steve Buscemi. Fun fact. And probably, um, probably Michael too. Yeah, probably. Our friend Michael. Um. So they, um, they destroy all a bunch of towers, and they're like, "Hey, we like that's enough for today." And then they go back to the human world. And but Ken works puts in the overtime to destroy the towers. Mm-hmm. He's trying to prove himself. Yeah. Meanwhile, and but the human world, Demi Vimon recaps the DNA Digivolution um to the other Digimon. Um totally not foreshadowing that they're all going to DNA Digivolve too. Yeah. Uh and Davis does some silly ones. He does well, he talks about him and Ken also feeling connected. I actually thought it was a really interesting. Yeah, um, which, you know... that Like, that's very anime. Like, our yeah. bonds to our Digimon are so strong that when they literally fuse together, me and Ken fuse together, even though we're not physically doing that. Well, I think it also probably has to do with, like, the qualities that were meant to, ser- to like, save the digital world in the first adventure were the crests. Like, mm-hmm. they needed the crests to save them in the first place. And um, one of Davis's crests that he inherits is friendship. So I think that, like, it's probably, like, oh, maybe if things had been different, we would have had, like, Ken have the crest of friendship yeah. or something in addition to his own crest. But also, like, it's probably, like, an impactful feeling for Davis 
to have a close friend in some way because we established when he got the Diego friendship that he didn't really have a lot of them. Yeah, he's got he's got a soccer friend specifically. Yeah, soccer boys. Um, um, he and Cody get in like a little argument, and there's like a random shot of where Davis's face is suddenly like the old lady from Spirited Away. Like yeah, it's, it's so it's graphically huge scary and graphically different. Yeah. Um, it was a lot. It's so graphically it was a jump scare. Graphically graphic. Um, Kari imagines some different combinations with X Demon and the other Digimon, and I'm like, "Huh, Kari, what if you imagined it with a different pair, <laughs> like one that actually happens?" But like, it was funny to me to think. Well, you know what it is? It's because Kari's from the first adventure where only the boys got to do anything. That's true. So. Um. No, that's not true. Sometimes Mimi got to convince them to fall into a trap. No. <laughs> no, it was mostly Ty. Yeah, it was mostly Ty. Mimi was a girl boss, though, and she got all the other friends Digimon to come help them at the very end, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Kari imagine <laughs> She's an influencer. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I, I mean, I mean, I. We're watching this now when, like, the 2020 reboot of the anime is out, the dub is out, which we will not be covering for a while. Uh, but they definitely didn't make Mimi like an influencer in the sub, like the original reboot. But maybe they kind of have the vibe in the in the dub. I haven't watched any of it really. Oh, maybe. So, uh, or maybe if they decide to reboot the Zero Two, um, anime, and they'll have, like, cameo appearances by the 2020 versions of the Adventure cast, maybe, like, Teenage Mimi will be an influencer or something like that. I think that would be fun. I think that that would be, like, a natural progression for her character. Yeah. Oh, totally. Mm Mm-hmm. But not like an MLM influencer. Like, Mimi, like, cares about her followers and stuff. So Kari imagines a bunch of different combinations, all with x and just some funny dialogue, and there's some vague silhouettes of what they might look like. And some of them look pretty cool. I liked um, x and Gatomon. I don't really remember what they looked like in silhouette. It was like a cat dragon. <laughs> so... Cody is being super annoying this whole, like, mini arc. Yeah. He is, like, I've been running with this theory of Cody being autistic for a while, but man, he is super annoying in this episode and the couple ones following where he, his, like, stubbornness to kind of not forgive Ken is weird to me. Like... I mean, I, I like it in terms of, like, okay, we're gonna have the kids be not immediately receptive to their new friend, Ken. Which makes sense. Like, that makes sense. That part makes sense. Like, Ken was a tyrant. Um, a monster. And he enslaved, like, past friends of theirs. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, it makes sense for them not to immediately trust him, but you know, it, it made sense to me for Davis, again, the bearer of the crest of friendship in this go-around, uh, to be the first to warm up to Ken 
And then TK. Because TK went through the whole first adventure, like, and kind of learned that, like, people aren't, people can change, you know? And I'm sure Kari would have a similar opinion. And then, you know, it was Yoli and Cody that needed convincing. And then Yoli, she had that whole moment with when Aquilamon first appeared. So now it's just down to Cody, and, like, Cody spends these, like, next couple episodes, like, constantly being shown that Ken is a is a different person, and then him being like, well, I don't know about this. Yeah. I hope we don't need Ken to defeat the, uh, the, the, the evils of the digital world. I'm like, bro, you need Ken. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, it's like an unnecessary subplot of, like, conflict within the group. When they have enough conflict outside the group that I don't think it's... It, it it doesn't feel like it's unnecessary. It feels like it's gone on for too long. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, unnecessary at this point, because Arukenimon is, like, doing stuff. Yeah, the third boulet. I mean, um, that woman. We don't know her name yet. Except they keep calling her by her name in the recaps. <laughs> they do? Yeah. And I think they've actually called her Arukenimon a few times in the show. Oh, well, she's not, like, revealed as Arukenimon until the next episode. Well, I think I think she was, her name was revealed in the last section, I don't remember. Oh, they didn't put together that, that meant she was a Digimon? What? If they found out her name was Arukenimon, that should have been really obvious to them that she was a Digimon. Well, I think, like, Mon as, like, an ending is more common amongst Japanese names. So, uh, the boys. Mm-hmm. By the boys, I mean Ken and Wormon. Uh, they worry about DNA evolving, but like in a more practical way. Like Ken is like, I'm worried about like you, Wormon. Like I'm worried about you losing your like me losing you and everything. I like about you in this new fusion. Mm-hmm. And Wormon is like, well, I don't think you're really worried about me, Ken. I think you're worried about opening up to others and becoming friends with the new with the other dozen. And, um, Ken and Wormon, I think, are my favorite duo in Zero Wormon is definitely the one that, like, Ken needed. Yeah, I think, my well, my favorite, like, duo in the first adventure is Mimi and Palmon. Yeah, that's because Mimi's your favorite. Well, I also, I think Palmon is, like, a good match for her. We saw that in the yeah first, like, the first season. Palmon was... It was still hyper femme and girly, but more grounded than Mimi. Yeah. And then Wormon and Ken, I think they have a great dynamic. So, the third boulet. That woman, quote unquote. That woman. Is so slay. She is honestly very slay. And then she has just a plot. Oh, she's she be plotting. Which is very obviously a trap, but they are okay with that. Oh, so she, she's like in the desert where they find... um. Where they fought, like, where the base, like, crashed and where they fought last time. And she finds a a TV that is playing a recording of the kids, and Cody roasts her. Yeah. And she gets so mad that she, like, smashes the TV. Rankled, even. Yeah. And then she lures them into a trap. But, like, honestly, like, this is, like, they all are like, yeah, this is a trap. And she's like, yeah, I'm here to trap you guys. She sends an email that's like, you need to meet me at my house to discuss property damage oh, no. she, compensation. She needs to meet me at... Uh, yeah, she wants to be com- compensated for the destruction of her control spires. And that's... Honestly, get them, girl. Sue she, those kids. She must have called... Um, no, J.G. Wentworth is not a, like, TV lawyer. She called Miles Edgeworth. <laughs> yeah. 
so they, she tells them to meet at the Giga House, which is a big house. <laughs> it's a it's a giant house. It, it real big. They make some like funny jokes about what is are Kennymon gonna do? Fight us with basketball players? I love the Giga House. I think it's a very cool set piece. Oh yeah, I was gonna um, bring that up later. Um. Oh. Ken joins the crew. Because he got an email from Ara Kenimon as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting that she's like is communicating them via email. Yeah, I guess so. I I think it's kind of interesting because one, it's like a super polite way for the villain to be contacting the heroes. Yeah, and two, it's like they keep talking about it being email because um texting wasn't invented at the time. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's supposed to be like oh she's trying to like meet the kids with their hip young technology of emailing. I don't think so. I think it's because she's a digital monster. That too. Spoiler alert, she's a Digimon. If that wasn't obvious enough already. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting because it's like, oh, in the, like, fantasy reboot that I have where, like, it was it's just an updated version of this with better animation and writing, like, it would just be like, oh, oh, I got this text from Aru Kenimon. Yeah, I got this Instagram DM. But also, like, I think... I got I this be real that, from Arukenimon. I think Arukenimon posted a now. What is that? It's on TikTok. God. I think I think that these stories, like Adventure and Adventure Zero Two, can only be told in this time frame. Where we don't have, like, a deep understanding of the internet. Yeah. And now I think, like, we could still do a Digimon adventure type story with our understanding of the internet platform. But it would have to be, like... It wouldn't be as fantastical. Like it, w- it wouldn't be like, oh, adults don't understand the internet. <laughs> when, like, realistically speaking, like, Ty and Matt would be, like, 30. So, like, uh, there was a whole wave of adults who, like, grew up with the internet. Yeah. So. Um, one note I have is when they're talking outside, Kari's talking about Arakenimon, and she's like... She calls her Miss Congeniality. And I was like, yep. I didn't realize Malaysia's Baby Doll, Baby Doll, Baby Doll Fox was in this show. Oh, Okay. I think I I was like uh, Sandra Bullock is Arkenimon. Sandra Bullock is Arkenimon. I thought that was a funny joke, to be honest, because it's not like it's not like Kari said her name. She just called her Miss Congeniality, which yeah, is like it was sassy, so funny. Yeah, which like I was, I was like, how many kids would know what that is? I mean, a lot, a lot of the jokes in these couple episodes are very adult oriented. Yeah, I did not like. We'll get to it later, but there is a, like a sex joke. I was like, no. I mean. Yes. I I mean, yes, there is a sex joke, but it's interesting. I have a weird, like, because con- like, I've been a long-time fan of Digimon for so long, it's like, I don't even think about these children being children. I'm like, oh, that's my childhood friend, Kenichi Joji. Like, yeah. I love Wormon. I just read that. I just, I think Wormon is so cute. <laughs> a good boy and a handsome and distinguished gentleman. I found you something. Yeah. Aru Kenimon is honestly really funny. Like... <laughs> Oh yeah, I think she's she's definitely like the sassiest villain that they've faced so far. Maybe no, Ken was pretty sassy, but Ken was sassy in he like, was like a, bratty. Ken, yeah, Ken was sassy in like a Ben Shapiro kind of way. Loki. Oh no, not that he has the politics Don't of Ben you Shapiro. Don't call my childhood friend Ken Ichijoji. Ken, Ken has like Ben Shapiro. Oh, I'm gonna destroy these twerps with facts and logic. Like that's Ken's energy oh when he's the villain. Ben Shapiro should be a Digimon villain. <laughs> My fanfiction brain is working that out. <laughs> this might be the trappiest trap that ever trapped in Digimon. 
Like it is. This is a trappier trap than like when they find like vending machines in the desert that say like Mimi's favorite drink on them or whatever. Well, I I have a lot of I have a feeling that a lot of this stuff in, in adventure was supposed to be there to help them, but then because like of Devimon's like corrupt influence, it wound up being stuff like traps. The corrupted. Yeah, we've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem Engage, and that is a game that we've been playing. <laughs> I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. Davis messes up his fairy tales a lot in this episode, which is interesting because it's a fairy tale or a folk tale that like winds up saving them from this trappiest trap that ever dropped. Mm-hmm. So they spend some time arguing over who should go inside because this once again is the trappiest trap that ever trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ken thinks it should be just him, and then so he's it, doing like the noble sacrifice thing. Everyone's like, "Shut up! That's so dumb." <laughs> yeah, Davis is like, "I'm going in with you because we can digi- we, we can, can DNA, DNA digivolve." And so they decide to. Well, and then Cody, for some reason, even though Cody doesn't like Ken, was like, "Count me in too." Cody has to go so that he can bully Ken. He has to go so he can make sure that Ken doesn't hurt Davis. Is probably what it is. Yeah. And so TK, Kari, and Yoli are outside. Yeah. So they bust into the house. And, and Ari Kaman's like, I knew they would run right to me. I don't. That's not her voice. That's not her voice at all. No, but you try. I, I, I guess. So they have a, it's a big empty house. And then I think it's Stingmon that like hears something coming. No, it's Gatomon. No, Gatomon hears something coming outside in the... Oh, yeah. In the house, I think it's Stingmon that hears something coming. And the Roachmon attack. A lot of them. Stomping on roaches. A lot of them. Nothing can ruin a quaint little cabin like a roach infestation. Is that an Armadillomon quote? Yeah. Someone says it. It might be Vimon. One of them says it. So, there's actually a dub error here. Because I think it is Vimon. Because I remember him calling them Gokimon, which is their Japanese name. But they've uh, this Digimon has already appeared in this season as Roachmon. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Digimon sometimes does that. Like, Ragermon, Vimon's uh, form with the Digiego friendship, mm-hmm. is called Lydramon in Japanese. But, like, the L and R sound debacle with, like, Japanese having a similar L- sound for L's and R's. Mm-hmm. And dubbing anime still being kind of new in this era caused it to be translated as Rydramon, which like Rai, Lai, Rai yeah. is like a lot of words for like lightning and thunder in mm-hmm. Japanese. And, um, but now, even though the Western audience has like known this Digimon to be Rydramon for so long, the English version of a lot of the cards calls it Lydramon. Oh. Because there's an Appmon. Which Appmon is a later like spin-off of Digimon. There's an Appmon called Raiddramon. So it's like a um a hacker raid dragon. Um where this is supposed to be like a lightning wolf dragon thing. So kind of interesting. Yeah. The outside gang of Yoli, TK, and Kari is also swarmed by Flymon. So they have to make their way inside to the house. Oh, um, this is our first time seeing Wormmon Digivolve to Stingmon, I think. I forgot to make the joke. What? They're fighting the Roachmon. They're stepping on roaches. Oh, I wrote that in my notes to include that uh, bit from Nutra's verse. Like, like as a, as a little clip? A little like how we say, bitch, that's June? Yeah. More Which, Drag Race. Uh, we haven't seen June a lot lately. No. We can include the clip here, though. 
you probably just heard the clip and I bet it was amazing. I'm not going to include the clip because she doesn't actually appear, but... Okay, so I'm just going to sound like a moron? No. I kind of want to sound like a moron, though. I think that would be funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, I think Armadillomon notices, or I think he is the chief to Ankylomon at this point. Yeah, probably. Um, notices that there's something off about these Digimon. They're not being controlled by anything. And Cody makes a reference to the Black Gears, which I'm assuming, like, either TK has mentioned, or, like, they picked up from the original, like, the uh, first Digidestined. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, that's a weird thing. I was like, why would there be Black Gears? <laughs> uh, so, uh, TK, Kari, and Yoli enter the house to escape the Flymon, mm-hmm. but the Flymon and Sneemon just, like, follow them inside. Uh... This is what I brought up, like, why uh, the Giga House, um, fighting in this, like, giant proportions of the house is, like, really funny. Yeah, like, they use a shower head as, like, a giant water gun, and, like, yeah. all the roaches come out of the kitchen, so they're, like, crawling out of the sink and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and like, later on, like, TK, Kari, and Yoli are, like, fighting them in, like, a study or, like, a library mm-hmm. room. And there's, like, books getting slashed up and stuff. Well, uh, like, Nefertimon and Pegasusmon dump the books on the Sneemon or something. And they all yeah. fall, and then Nefertimon's like, these must be really popular books. I like that, because I feel like... Nefertimon a- sounds like Mae West. She kind of does. I think that's the, the vibe they're going for is. I love that. Do you think they're possibly going for, like, Elizabeth Taylor as Cleopatra? Maybe. Because, I like, never seen, I've never seen that movie. I mean, she doesn't... She talks like Elizabeth Taylor, you know? Like, she talks in that no, old Hollywood kind I kinda. think they're going for Mae West. What? But I think that, like, when people think of, like, old Hollywood, like, transatlantic accents, the first person they think of is like, oh, why don't you come up and see me sometime? Which, I am shocked that no... Di- I don't think any Digimon makes that reference. What? The, oh, why don't you come up and see me sometime? I remember growing up in the 90s, and there was so many references to, like, that iconic Mae West line, which was actually misquoted. It's the line from the movie is, oh, why don't you come up sometime? See me. Oh. Yeah, that's not as fun. Uh, I think I think it probably made more sense, like, colloquially. Um, yeah. In, at the time the movie aired for the first time, uh, but uh, I think that'd be perfect. Like, especially for, like, a... Like, Aru Kenimon should, should totally say, should come up sometime, see me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe in my, uh... Maybe in my fan fiction rewrite. Maybe. You know what shows up during this fight? Yeah. Digimon Survive Legend Kunamon. Kunamon! I wrote Kunamon with a little smiley face. It is crazy, too, because Kunamon debuted, I think, on a different VPEP Way before Wormmon. I think maybe before Tentomon. Oh. Yeah. But, um, it's crazy to me how they took Kunamon and Digimon Survive and made him, like, beloved by the fan base. And I didn't even really like Digimon Survive that much. I, guess, I, I teased a lot on our earlier podcast episodes of me doing a review of Survive, and I never did it. <laughs> but, uh, Slay. So... Kunamon uh, appears and uh, like knocks Stingmon into the giant washing machine that they're fighting alongside. Wait, what? They're fighting on top of a giant washing machine. I forgot about that part. And 
Stingmon gets knocked into the water, and Ken, like, jumps in to help him. I completely forgot about this, honestly. And it's it's not going well. And so Cody and Submarimon uh, come to help. That's right, okay. Um, so we have Cody saving Ken, and not because Cody likes Ken, it's because Cody feels obligated to save him because uh, Ken and Stingmon saved Cody from Thunderballmon. Cody wants to save Wormon, doesn't care about Ken. No, I think he wants to save them just to repay his debt and then not owe them anything. That is a recurring thing that happens in this episode. Well, these two episodes. Um, the kids in the house keep missing each other. Like, they keep, like, yeah, just being... Uh, and then, like, TK and Kari have to split up from Yoli, so they're, like, in three separate pairs, or three separate groups. Yeah, I read another note here about this stupid macho stuff between Ken and Cody, like, which is bizarre, because Cody's, like, eight. <laughs> yeah. Then, well, actually, I don't remember exactly what happens next, so I don't remember exactly what happens with the washing machine. Oh, they're in, like, the pipe system or whatever. Oh, yeah. And this is where they they meet the third boule. Yeah. Playing a flute on Lizzo Day. She plays a mean flute. We were supposed to go see Lizzo, but um, she had to cancel her concert because <laughs> she's sick. She is sick, and we love her. Yeah, she's sick. But also, she uh, has strep throat, so she's she couldn't so perform sick. tonight. So um, we're getting rescheduled. Hopefully, a day where we can go still. Yeah. And the thing is, um, she's playing like a really simple like three note melody, and it kind of drives me crazy. Well, so... Which is, I think, the point. Yeah. I wrote, she plays a mean flute, literally. <laughs> uh, her, fl- her flute controls the insect-type Digimon, which Armadillomon pointed out earlier. Mm-hmm. That they were being controlled by something. So Stingmon is instantly controlled. Yeah. And then they done goof up. And then they done goof up. Well, Stingmon attacks them, because he's being controlled by Eric anymore. Yeah. And then they done goof up, because... Amarillamon digivolves into Digmon, who is based on an insect. So he now is under control. So now it's just... Yeah. Uh, is it XVmon or is it Flamedramon? XVmon. It's XVmon versus the two of them. So then, um... You would think Ken and Cody would be smarter than this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it doesn't take long for them to figure out that Arakenimon's flute controls insect-type Digimon. Mm-hmm. So. Um... And then they fall. And then they fall... Because of the because of Digmon's like drills, yeah, they fall through the wood and they land on a giant spider web, in some semi compromising looking poses. Yeah, Cody's legs. Oh, not, not that this is compromising, but Cody, Cody also looks like his legs are just in the most uncomfortable position. It's like oh, I got claustrophobic. Cody looks like the classic like anime girl like holding her skirt from like flying. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, and no. um, Ken is like his legs are like sprawled out. Yeah. But I they're not it. stuck to the web, as we see later. Um, and this is a cliffhanger. Yeah, they get the, uh, our Candyman shows up and was like, this is my friend Dokugamon, and she's hungry, and she's a mean-looking why is, spider. Why is your Aru Candyman, like, so cookie, bad every cookie time? Cookie monster. Aru um, Cookie Monster. Aru Candyman is like, 
stay put, Digidestin. This is my friend Okuguman. It's her feeding hour, and she's hungry. Yeah, I like Okuguman's design because she's got hair that she's constantly yanking on. Yeah. This is not our first time seeing Dokuguman. Remember no, when Dokuguman poisoned Hawkman? Yes. Because he saved Yoli from her? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Ooh, whoa. That's All in the right. episode. So, episode 29. Arukenimon's Tangled Web. In case you really didn't catch on that her name was Arukenimon, there you go. Yeah. Um, or in Japanese. Arukenimon, The Mistake of a Spider Woman. Or, no, I'm sorry. The Mistake of the Spider Woman. Which I wonder is based on, if it's based off like, the play Kiss of the Spider Woman. Maybe. I've never heard of that play. It's like an older musical. So. Um. I want good Spider Digimon. Like, we see Arukenimon come back in other media. And we see Dokugumon. She's very spider-coded. Yes. Um, we see her come back in other media. We see Dokugumon come back. But it's always as bad guys. The spiders are evil. No, I'm... I'm just kidding. I'm but sorry. What about Charlotte? I'm sorry. Charlotte's all, well. All our spider listeners, I do apologize. I yeah. respect your profession. The spiders that are in this room. Are there spiders in the room with us right now? Probably, mm-hmm. actually. Probably like, There's probably one or two in the closet, yeah. Probably like, hey... That was kind of messed up of you to say about us. That's true. I did see a spider in the kitchen the other day and I didn't kill it. So. So. Ally. They're, they're, we left off and the boys being uh, TK. Yeah. Nope, being Davis, Ken, and Cody are going to be eaten by Dokugumon. Yeah. And, and Cody's Davis, like weirdly hesitating. Davis makes a stupid joke about like. This is why I don't surf the internet. I hate websites. I'm out. And I was like, that one was for my dad on Saturday mornings. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. It's ending forever after that line. It's not. I'm going to continue by myself. Plus me. Or so they're gonna be eaten by the Kugumon and they're like they want like they're trying to get Exumon to help them, but Exumon is a little busy fighting Arm uh, fighting Digmon and Stingmon. Mm-hmm. And they also try to get Yoli to help them. Well, not yet. Uh but Arukenimon, she'd still be playing that flute. So <laughs> she's still controlling them. Uh Diva says goodbye to Ken that it was nice knowing him, and then I wrote, Gay rights. You did. <laughs> uh, they say it's up to Cody to contact the others because Davis and Ken's like hands are stuck to the web. Yeah, but Cody's not. Cody's are not. Um, the others are not coming because they are also being busy being attacked by these bug Digimon. Yeah. Uh, Kari Aquilamon pulls a really cool mo- maneuver too when that's happening. Yeah, like like they have uh, they're like uh. I forget some type of bug sting. No, it wasn't Stingmon. Like the yellow bee one. Uh, Flymon. Flymon was coming at them in both directions, and Aquilamon just went up, and they both crashed into each other. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Aquilamon's kind of a kicking ass lately. I like Aquilamon, man. He's cool. Yeah. Uh, Kari 
it has some great jokes. I don't remember what they were, but they were they were funny. I don't have them in my notes either. Uh, Cody comes up with a weird but successful plan where he's gonna have there's like debris that fell with them stuck on the spider web, mm-hmm. and he's gonna grab a piece of this wood, and because Ken's legs are not stuck to the web, and neither are Davis's, and which is weird because they totally are. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. Because they're in the corner of this house where there's an AC unit. And so they're going to have Davis or Ken kick this piece of wood to Davis because it's just like playing soccer, which honestly feels like a gay metaphor. (laughs) Uh And uh, very bend it like Beckham tease. Yeah. Uh, But with boys. But with boys. So like really like Beckham. Spend it in Beckham. <gasps> oh my god. Uh, so. And they're gonna kick it to hit kick the it thermostat. To, they're gonna kick it to hit the, like, AC switch. Yeah. So that it'll blow Dokugamon off of the web. Which, like. It blows the whole web apart. Yeah. Yeah, which I was like, okay, fine. Like, yeah. Um, and then D- Davis executes, like, the world's greatest bicycle kick in order to do it. Which. He shouts bicycle kick like it's his Digimon attack. Yeah, which he is does. very funny. Um, he also, like. Also, like, Cody's like, this is what we gotta do, and then he doesn't do anything. Like, uh, Ken picks it up with his feet, and then, like, throws it, like, tosses it with his feet over to to Davis, who is somehow able to bicycle kick without, like, for a real bicycle kick, you gotta, like, jump and, like, swing your whole body. Like, you're doing a flip. You're doing a backflip in the air and then kicking the ball. So, like, him doing it without his arms, like, without his arms, like, for balance or, like, momentum or whatever, is, like, very silly. Yeah. Uh, it's camp. It's skilled. It's very impressive. Like, his aim? Yeah. Unreal. Ken keeps helping Cody, like, saving Cody, and yet, uh... Like, it's Ken who, like, is talking to Cody, like, talking Cody down to be like, we need you to help us. You're the only one with your arms free. Yeah. Uh... And Cody's like, what? Cody's like, ah, but Ken is evil. And I'm like, Ken's not evil. Also, you'll die too. You'll bo- you're all gonna die if you don't shut up. Uh. So then they escape into a oh, Exumon jumps down to save them as they're falling. Mm-hmm. And then they all land inside of this drawer, in like a dresser. But Stingmon and Jigmon are attack are still attacking them. So, I made a note here that it would be really crazy if like. Because everything in the house is huge. It's, like, also some parts of the house were, like, small. Like what? Like, toilet or something? No, like, they like they went into different parts of the house, and instead of being, everything being really huge, suddenly, like, oh. they were really huge by comparison. Like that like that world in Super Mario 64. Yeah. Ken develops a weird plan here where he brings up a folktale about the moth and the bat. Which I've never heard of. Which must, it must be, like, a... A local thing. A Japanese thing, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it probably, it's, it's just like a old, like a folktale where like, oh, the bat's trying to eat the moth, and, but it, the moth hears its echolocation and it escapes. But then the plan is, uh, not that. Well, then Davis keeps asking if that's what the birds and the bees are. Yeah, which, um, then Cody knows about the birds and the bees, but not Davis. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Davis knows about the birds and the bees. He's always trying to get Lucari. Like, 
Yeah. They need they need some consistency with my boy Davis. Yeah. It's not it's not the best. Um so it's time for Yoli, our woman in STEM. She and Aquilamon killing it this episode. <laughs> Yoli on the track. It's Yoli on the track. But first, um Aquilamon makes a sex joke? Oh, I when I talked about a sex joke, I was talking about the birds and the bees thing. What sex joke are you talking about? Um, Aquilamon says, don't go in the outdoor. Is that an anal? I think it's an anal joke. Are... Or it's a poop joke. Maybe it's a... I'm gonna go with a poop joke. I, Or it's just literally like a... Wouldn't it be wacky if someone went in the wrong door when no, going to a I restaurant? No, I think... I think this is a joke written for my dad on Saturday morning. That's a lot. Like I'm not I'm not saying that's a lot like you like I believe you. It's just wow, I can't believe they would have done that. That's So their plan is uh moving on. Their plan Our their plan is to have Yo Lee, our woman in STEM, mm-hmm. use an audio engineering program to like reverse Aru Kenimon's flute to like nullify the mind control. The, she... the M in STEM stands for music. It stands for mathematics, right? I think so. Yeah. I I think I I was gonna say mechanics, but I think mathematics is actually right. Yeah. Now. I think it's science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Mm-hmm. So but Kenna's like, oh it's an audio engineering program. If she doesn't know how to use it, we might be out of luck. And Yoli's like, this is like baby stuff. I do this all the time for Matt's band. Yeah. And um, then TK's like, so that's why they don't suck anymore, is because you're their secret weapon. I thought Matt got good at guitar. What a liar. Um, there's a whole TK like doesn't do anything this entire like arc except for that, basically. There's um no, because he ha- like him and Kari help Yoli like set up the computer, like they oh, plug true. everything he in. Plugs in the and this whole like sequence of Yoli like running on a cord across the computer screen to like map out where she wants Kari to cut. Yeah. And like this whole sequence is me editing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, um she, she, Yoli says something really funny during this when they like are recording like their version to drown it out. Mm-hmm. Yoli's like, I'm sorry, I just don't hear a single. Which I think it's so funny. She says also about, a joke about, for the grown-ups. About Aru Kenimon's uh, flute. That's a joke for everyone who watched like an underdog story on VH1's Behind the Music. <laughs> yeah. And then um, uh, Kari says something like when they replay it back where she's like, name that tune! Uh, so Yoli's skills are put to the test and it works. And yeah, she's... even though Ken didn't believe in her. And then but she, Cody did. She goes, I'm so cool! She does! <laughs> Yeah, all, all the insect Digimon stop attacking and they're like, what? Uh, Including Digmon and Stingmon. So wait, our friends are freed and it's time to show down with Arukenimon. Yeah. Um, and things are uh, not going well for her. No, I've made a note here. She is very easily rattled by a group of children. Like, she really lets them live in her head rent-free and live in the Giga House rent-free. They're not living there. They're fighting for their lives. I know, but it was a funny joke. <laughs> I know. You did a good job. Uh, so, Mon's Digimon form is finally revealed. And what are your thoughts about her Digimon form? U-G-L-Y. You're ugly. Yeah, yeah, you're ugly. Honestly, I think she's even more boulet now. 
Yeah, but like the filth side of Boulet. I think she's more horror. Because the sequence of her like shifting from like her human form to like her spider form is like she like throws her body down and then like writhes up yeah. and like she's gross like her dress and her leg or her human feet like turn into like her spider legs and yeah it's very ganado coded i don't know what that means but i trust um, you shout out to all the resident evil 4 fans i just finished playing the remake this week oh uh, okay i saved the president's daughter and i looked good doing that. i have a question yeah. uh where is anjaman yeah because we got, like, a lore dump in the previous, like, batch about why, like, Gatomon can't really digivolve to Anjouamon anymore. Even though that's not true. We've seen her digivolve into Anjouamon in the Dark Ocean episode. Uh-huh. But we've only seen Anjouamon the one time when he was able to digivolve outside of that metal city yeah. early on. I don't know. Um, He's, um, equi- not, what the hell is his Pegasus name? Pegasus Mon. Pegasus Equus Venus is a Yeah. I mean, like, Pegasus Mon and Nefertimon are cool, especially, like, it kind of made more sense for, like, Anjumon and Anjumon to be able to, like, carry TK and Kari when they're, like, little kids. But, yeah. like, now that TK and Kari are, like, more, like, teenagers, it is kind of weird to see, like, yeah. like, TK. It's kind of gay for them to put TK in the arms of another man. I think it's also just a marketing thing. Like Nefertimon, uh, uh, yeah, that's true. Nefertimon and uh, Pegasus Mon are like the new ones, and they're like, and the, they're the so ones that they're off. the ones that have the new toys. Yeah, yeah. So things are not looking good for Arukenimon though. She's still getting her butt kicked. Yeah, she's like like very getting very wh- whooped around. I mean, she's like a tough opponent because she's an ultimate level Digimon, but she's not getting off any like successful. Well, well, Pyaldramon shows up too, right? Yeah. Well, hold on. Um... She, like, runs up the wall and, like, throws, like, string at them, and it's really creepy, but it doesn't is, work. is Spider Thread and Empress Haze. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, she's dropping some hints about the lore, that there's, like, more going on even beyond her, and, like, they don't really know what the control spires are even for, and, like, she's really, like... You know, all this other stuff is happening. Yeah. She's a very tough opponent, too, so they have to call, um, Pyodramon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but things are not looking good for her until Mummy Daddy's Mom. home. That's what I wrote. <laughs> Mummy Mon no, enters. He can't be Daddy. He's too much of a sub. No, shut up. They're mom and dad. Yeah, but he's so subservient to her. To her. That doesn't mean he's not the father. Yeah, I thought you meant like Daddy. What's your thoughts on Mummy Mon? I think he's cool. I think it's dumb that he shows up in a disguise and then immediately ditches the disguise. What was the point of the disguise? Well, I think because we're going to probably see them in the human world some more. Yeah, but like, it's still funny. He's like, oh, I'm a mysterious stranger. Just kidding. I'm Mummy Mon. And we're like, before we even had a chance to react to you being a mysterious stranger. Well, so we see, we see, like, in the next episode, we see our Kenny Mon is back in her, like, human woman disguise. So, like. Yeah. Um, He's also got jokes. Yeah. He's funny. And he helps her escape. He, like, shoots bandages or something. They have a talk about how, like, what they're gonna do with Arukenimon first. Like, the, how they're gonna, like, capture her and and whatnot. And then, like, Cody, they, they don't want to destroy her. No, they don't want to destroy her. They want to, like, lock her away. Yeah, but, like, they obviously are gonna have to destroy her because she's, like, 
too powerful and like too evil. Yeah. Um, too legged. But like, Cody makes something about how Digimon can be healed. I'm like, hmm. Digimon can be healed if you give them a chance. Interesting. Just, just like people, Cody. Hmm. Hmm. Kenimon and Mummymon drive a car. They do. They drive like convertible. Our cats are outside the room and like, yeah. cr- like frantically crying, meowing because they want to be included, but they were going to knock over all of our equipment, so they can't come. Yeah. Um. And she's so mean to him, even though he just saved her ass. Yeah. She. Uh, what a dick. Okay, our Kenimon is mean to him because even though he just saved her ass. Yeah. Not our cats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. I think it's funny that they drive a car. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so weird. Yeah. Because it's not like they're, like, mechanic mon or whatever, or, like, like, they are humanoid, but they're, like, a mummy and a spider, which, like, also, what do those have to do with each other, really? I think because they're kind of, like, classic monsters, like, spiders yeah. and, like, mummies. Hmm. Um, I think that, uh, do you think that they were put in this season as a response to because like they are legitimately threatening to the digidestined yeah but like they're also goofy yeah i don't know even i want to see more even like in the dub that we're watching like obviously there's jokes that have been added and stuff but um they're like animations and stuff are from the sub and like that like do you think they were added to this to, to compare to team rocket Oh, maybe. I want. I I have to see more of Mummy Mon to have an opinion. Yeah. So episode thirty is called "The Ultimate Antihero" or "The Dark Ultimate Black War Greymon." Can't wait to figure out who we meet in this episode. Yeah, I'll, yeah. The title gives away a lot. So, they open on Aru Kenimon taking a camp bath, fully clothed, on a cliffside. Yeah, they start with a fucking, they start with a freaking Cialis commercial. That's what made me tweet that earlier, yeah. What do you mean, a Cialis commercial? Have you ever seen a Cialis commercial? Where it's like, always, like, couples in bathtubs, like, holding hands in, like, random places, which is supposed not, to somehow be a metaphor for erectile dysfunction. They're not holding hands, but there is definitely... Well, it's her, like, on, in a bath. She's dressed, but she's, like, in a bath, like, on a cliffside, which is how every Seattle's commercial starts. They're, like, in a valley in, like, rural Scotland, um, where no one's to bother them, and they're just in a bathtub. They're in two separate bathtubs. They're not in two separate bathtubs. I I know. Oh, and the Seattle's commercial are in two separate bathtubs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. I don't get it, but... It's okay. I think this is a... We- it's just weird to me that she's fully clothed, like... Yeah, and she won't share with my mom. Well, because it's not a big bathtub. <laughs> so, Mummon is silly. He's, like, approaching her in his, like, humanoid disguise. His disguise is way less convincing than hers, by the way. Um, yeah. She gives lore on, like... Well, no, she's, like, uh... She basically... Uh, oh, well, no. Well, oh, we'll... they jump back and forth. They jump back and forth. Yeah. So they, um, they, like, have their, like, funny bit, and then, um, they're taking down some control, they, they cut to the kids, c- taking down control spires. They, 
Yeah, the kids are thinking of the controlled fires, and Ken is with them this time. Yeah. Uh, and then they decide to take a break. And the vending machines make a comeback. Yeah, and the camera does this, like, dramatic, like, they're like, we saw a vending machine, uh, like, ten minutes back. And then they just, the camera just does a dramatic, like, and, like, like zooms in and, like, shakes on the vending machine. Yeah. Like, it's, like, some giant reveal. It's really weird, but really funny. Uh, TK and Kari go fetching the beverages for the team, and Davis and Yoli come up with a harebrained scheme to try and get Ken and Cody to become friends. Ken and Cody team up uh, to take down a controlled fire, and it, like, uh, the ask of Davis and Yoli, and it works. They obviously take it down. Ken, uh, Armadillo Mon and Wormmon are, like, buddies. They're Biffles. And uh, Cody and Ken are not feeling it, and they're being kind of dicks about it. Yeah, because Davis is like, we couldn't take it down, can you guys together? And then they take it down like, you definitely could have. This was all a trick to get us to like each other. Yeah, which I was like, obviously it was a trick to get us to like each other, because there's no reason for you guys not to like each other anymore. Yeah. Um, it, Cody's being really obnoxious about it, in my opinion. Like, I agree. Uh, so then they cut back to Aru Kenimon, and... Um, well, I think that Ken takes off. Yeah, Ken. No. Maybe. I think maybe when they cut back, he's yeah. already taken off, like, yeah. off screen. So, they cut back to Aru Kenimon and Mummy Mon, and she makes a plan to use a hundred control spires to create a special Digimon to destroy the Digidustin. And honestly, it's a solid plan. She gives us what you like to, well, not, not just you, but, um what's been happening to you at work lately, which is she gives us a lore dump. Yeah. She, like, explains how she made all the past Digimon. Well, it's not really a lore dump because we already knew it. <laughs> she gave Yeah, but she, l- like, monologues about it for a minute. Yeah. She also throws Mummymon off a cliff. Yeah, I wrote he has big yes goddess energy. Yeah, he is very, like, step on me, mommy. Like, yeah. Uh, and we get, we're going back to your Cialis reference where, um, when she calls for him, he springs up at attention. So, then, we have, uh, so then we cut back to the Digidestined, and Davis makes a teehee on accident, his signature move, um, a teehee at his own expense, where, um, he says, he's like, you know what? I've been thinking. I think I should talk to Davis, uh, to Cody and Ken about acting their own age. And and there was like eight spit takes. Everyone does a spit take. <laughs> like everybody. Yeah, it's like a dramatic cut to all seven other people that he's standing with. Uh, and the Digimon. Like, yeah. So yeah, Ken has left at that point. And mom and dad show up. <laughs> mom and dad. To ruin everyone's day. Um, mom and mom. Mom, mommy and mummy show up, and they create. Uh, they like she starts to um, she uses her spirit needle mm-hmm. to um, on all these hundreds of control spires that were still left in the area. I guess. Um, and it's like a pretty. It's kind of spooky. Yeah, it is. Like, because we just see like this, like the control spires all rising. And then we we see the vague outline of War Greymon start to form. Mm-hmm. 
And then we also get like six Digivolution sequences in we a row. We got all the Digivolution sequences because they got to fill time, I guess. Yeah, that, I was going to say, this feels like a short episode because I'm having notes on it. And that's because like a solid two minutes of it were Digimon transformations. Yeah, or like fighting or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, um, it's pretty obvious that they need Ken, but Cody's like, why? We don't. We didn't need him before. And I'm like, you've needed him every time Aru Kenimon has shown up. Yeah. Uh, Without Ken, you ain't got no Wormon. Without Wormon, you ain't got no Raildramon. So. Or Paledramon. Um, Paledramon. They have. I, yeah. They keep trying to email Ken, and then. And you don't want to miss it from Team Dynamics. Yeah, which I was like, oh, whatever, Ken, okay. Um, Cody really sucks in this arc. He really sucks. But it's pretty obvious that the only thing that. um can help is Pyeldramon. So we are we need direct action for our crown princess Yoli. If Mimi is the queen, Yoli is the crown princess. Mm-hmm. What's she do? Uh she decides that she's just gonna go get Ken herself. And what does she do when she gets there? Oh, and Ken's like, I don't I can't. You guys are like old friends and I'm just gonna ruin everything for you guys. She smacks him up. She slaps the shit out of him. Yeah, well because before Wormon was like, Are you sure like you we should go back and help them? Like Yeah. Because Wormon, a man of reason. Yeah. A worm of reason. A worm of many talents. Worm of reason, man of faith. We see he's got phone skills. You know. You know Wormon makes an excellent charcuterie board. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, and you know he has keeps everything so nice and clean. So yeah, fresh, you so know clean. he washes all like six of his hands every time. Um, <laughs> so Ken comes and they form Payotraman. Who st- I forget. I wrote he still got jokes, but I don't remember what. But uh, okay, so we so finally see Black Orgrimmon is fully formed. What are your like kind of thoughts? Intimidating and becomes even more intimidating with the next thing he does after this. But I don't want to spoil it yet. Yeah, he um. He's fighting everybody, but, like, he is winning. <laughs> and then he just kind of drops a nuke. <laughs> he kind of just well, drops a nuclear remember, bomb. Remember, um, well, because Kari is like, we have to get out of here. Yeah, Kari gets, like, real scared. Well, because, um, Gr- War Greymon's attack is, um, Gaia Force, where he, like, creates, like, that big ball of energy to, like, mm-hmm. throw at people. Um... I'm pretty sure that War a uh, Black War Raymond is called like Gaia Destroyer or like Terra Destroyer or something like that. And it is like a big bomb. It was a lot. It literally like they zoom out and it's like a mushroom cloud. Like it's it's a nuke. It's insane. I didn't like it. I was like, this is too war I guess it's War Greymon, so it makes sense. <laughs> and I did like it because I was like, oh shit. So I guess Arukanimon and Mamimon have been watching this fight go down the whole time, because then they are like, alright, Black Wargreymon, time to go destroy the digital world. And Black Wargreymon is like, why should I listen to you? You're too weak to fight your own battles, and you want to order me around? Valid question. And I was like... That's why she needs the, the spires. Okay, here's here's what... Okay, here's the thing. I really like Black Wargreymon. You do? Yeah. Okay. I he is he's a character like he's a, gonna become a character. Okay. Um, and he's very interesting, so we'll have to check that out. Um, next time. Next time on Two Gays and a Digimon podcast. You'll never guess which three episodes we're gonna review next. Thirty-one, thirty-two, and wait for it. That's right, you nailed it. Thirty-three.
please follow us on Twitter. It's still around at Two Gays Pod. Please don't follow us home. Oh, our address is censored here. Okay, <laughs> and uh, please send us an email at twogayspod at gmail dot com because I want to talk to other people about Digimon too. Yeah. I I run our Twitter, so please talk to me about Digimon there. Um, and I. Uh, bye. Don't forget to let loose. <laughs> let, 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 let loose. I said let loose. Bye. Bye. Let loose. I said let loose. I'm giving you permission. You got to know.